Well, hello and welcome to the maiden voyage of the Onesiphorus podcast. I'm going to be your host, Zachariah Pugh, and thanks for listening today. I hope this will will be a blessing to you. Um, I've uh, I've done a lot of podcasting uh, in my career. I have a television and media background, but this is the first foray into doing something on a biblical level, and uh, I'm excited that you're here to join me for it. Again, my name is Zachariah Pugh, and this is the Onesiphorus Podcast. And the goal of this podcast is just going to be to encourage you and um, go through the Bible on different things. We'll, we'll talk about different topics and discuss different things and have different guests on uh, throughout the year. Um, but we hope you'll listen. We hope you'll share it uh, with other people. And uh, again, the number one goal is that uh, that Christ be glorified. And every time I walk in here to do this, um, it's, you know, I hope that I hope that the Holy Spirit speaks through me and gives you uh, an encouragement um, through my words and through his words through me. So um, today's episode is going to be pretty simple. Let's talk about Onesorophus. If you've never heard of him, he is a character from the Bible. He gets very little uh, discussion, but man, it's rich. The depth of um, who this man was and his meaningfulness to Paul in the New Testament. So if you have a Bible and you want to open up, uh, I encourage you to do that to Second Timothy chapter 1. I'm going to read a couple verses here so we can set the stage of who Onesorphus is. And I want you to understand why I chose him um, for the namesake of this podcast, because I just think um, who he was and what he was was super special. And as a man who talks a lot, I have to, my wife constantly has to tell me to, to shut up, but as someone who speaks a lot, I love that there's only, there's really only four verses in the whole Bible about Onesorphus, but uh, there's three here in this section, and it just, who he was and what he was about um, to Paul and his ministry was huge, and there's only three verses, but it speaks volumes of who this man was. So, Second Timothy one sixteen, and this is what it says, I'm reading out of the uh, ESV version. Uh, May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesorphus, for he has often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he arrived in Rome, he searched for me earnestly, and he found me. May the Lord grant him to find mercy from the Lord on that day. And you know well all the service he has rendered at Ephesus. So, just to start out, you know, Onesorphus's name. He so he he was he was obviously from Ephesus because the, the the text tells us that, and around the time of sixty four A D. So this is you know Paul is making his missionary journeys and kind of trudging through different places, and he 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 obviously meets Onesorphus you know in the church and and uh, and it talks even about how even in Ephesus. Onesorphus and his family were just, they were very helpful. They were serving and everything else. But this text specifically is just talking about how Onesorphus was was searching him out, even in Rome, and we'll get to that more. But his his name uh, means bringing profit. And I think that's awesome. Or bringing advantage, some others say. Profit bearer, um, some others say. And that's the whole point of this podcast. I want it to bring profit to you. I want it to bring advantage to you. I want it to be an encouragement to you. And so it talks about, I use Matthew Henry quite a bit, so that's the commentary that I, I dig into. 
Um, and Matthew Henry just talks a lot about the consistency on Avonisorphus and how he was refreshing Paul even during his chains. So and that means he was, and we're going to see a little later, he searched Paul out in Rome when he was in prison or under house arrest. And so that's that that's meaningful from the fact that apparently some of the other you know members of the church I don't know that they were ashamed of Paul during this time probably fearful you know there was a lot of church persecution going on during this time period but they weren't searching him out there weren't a lot of people searching out and encouraging Paul during this time so he was grateful for what Onesorphus was doing and 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 he had noble courage uh generosity um amid Paul's trials in Rome a lot of other had 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 deserted him and he believed that Onesorphus was right there by his side and it really meant a lot to him and I think the thing that I would to plug this into today today's time who wherever you're listening to this I hope different people from different denominations are listening are you encouraging your pastor are you encouraging your small group leader are you in, encouraging the teachers who uh, spend time with your kids every Sunday morning and through the week the youth pastors like do you write them letters? Do you walk by and just say, hey, thanks for what you do? There's so much um, complaining and backbiting in everywhere, right? <laughs> and everywhere we go. But it shouldn't happen in the church. And nothing is perfect. There's no perfect church out there. But are you, as a lay person, and that's what I am. I'm not a pastor. Um, I'm just a lay person. Are we encouraging our pastors? Are we writing them notes? Like, hey, just thank you for doing this. Thank you for putting a target on your back. And, you know, because you got to know that Satan's attacking them and he's hammering them. So, uh, number one, Honest Orifice's consistency, he often refreshed Paul. His service and his sacrifice, he wrote letters, gave Paul counsel, comforted him, hung out with him, wasn't ashamed of his chains. A lot of pastors today are having to speak out against things that our society says are okay and homosexuality um abortion even the border crisis even covid we just came through a covid season are you ashamed of your pastor for speaking the truth and i think that's something to think about so service and sacrifice unashamed and courageous kind of like what i just talked about don't be ashamed of your pastor speaking the truth and back them up you know when they're speaking truth And is it backed up by the Bible? That's what I want this podcast to be, too. I'm going to say a lot of stuff, but I want it to be backed up by the scriptures. That's really really important. Service at home and away. You know, when Paul was in Ephesus in a time of peace, when there was nothing to be ashamed of, nobody was in prison, he was just a a pastor. A lot of people wanted to have Paul into his house, I'm sure. I mean, who doesn't want to have the preacher come by and have supper with you? And that's a cool thing. Um, I remember when I was a kid, we would have... uh, evangelists come through our church and we had one guy named Jamie Ragel and he was absolutely hilarious he was a comedian he could have been a comedian anywhere he was great great speaker and our family got to know him and he would come over to the house and I remember how cool it was and how proud I was that Jamie Ragel this evangelist was hanging out at our house and having dinner with us so that's a thing like hey everybody wants to have the evangelist by when you know we're in a season of peace and everything's going well do you want to have the evangelist by when you have to go search for him in a prison? And Onesiphorus did that. So service at home and away. And then just the fact that he worked really, really hard to find Paul in Rome. It says that he had to search for him. He had to seek him 
diligently. Matthew Henry, Henry says, observe, a good man will seek opportunities of doing good. Are we as men and women, are we seeking opportunities to do good? Are we serving um, others? Are we loving on our pastor? Are we doing what we need to do? And then because of everything that Honest Ephraim did, not only does he get a, a, a mention in the Holy Bible from the great Paul, he gets prayed for because, you know, Paul was a prayer warrior. So Paul prays for him uh, that he would receive uh, the prophet's reward um, and then to be with his house while he was away. Because uh, honest Orphus, it looks like he was absent. He was searching for Paul. It talks about that. Um, so those are just those are some really, really key points that I love. And then at the very end, when you look at the last verse, may the Lord grant him to find mercy from the Lord on that day. And will you uh, and you will well know all the service he has rendered at Ephesus on that day is probably talking about honest Orphus's death and maybe death, death of his family. Remember, there's a lot of martyrdom going on right now. A lot of Christians are being killed for their beliefs. And then Paul is just a couple years away from being killed as well. So he's in prison. He's in Rome. He knows what's coming. And so Paul is in a season of saying, hey, my time is almost up. So he needed to have mercy. Paul needed to have mercy for himself during that day to stand and uh, and to be ready. My, I have a pastor that I love, Tommy Nelson, at a Denton Bible church in, in uh, Denton, Texas, and he always says, you know, we follow Christ all the way to the end, and, and you know, we have the hope that he's going to be there in the end, and we know he's going to be there in the end, and he's going to be standing there uh, at the gates when we walk in, you know, um, and, and that we finish strong. And uh, so this is, this is Paul saying, hey, no matter what comes to Honest Orphus and his household, Lord, you know, give him mercy in that time. And we need that. We're in a crazy day right now. You look out the window, you look out there, the world seems upside down. And at any moment, any of our lives could end. So are we living for today? Are we living for the world? Are we living for eternity? What are we living for? And I I can tell you this from a personal standpoint, uh, I desire to be in heaven. I love, I'm a Tennessean. I'm recording this from Nashville, Tennessee. I love Tennessee. I love the Vols. I love uh, the mountains. I love the green of Tennessee. This is my home, and and I'd fight for my home. But ultimately, I really desire to be with the Lord. I really desire to be in heaven. I know a lot of people are like, I don't want to die. I'm afraid of death, and and I get it. It's hard. It's a scary thing to, 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 to look forward to, and I think that's why Paul in this moment is saying, hey, we need mercy. Uh, we need, you know, give us mercy, Lord, and we all need that. Matthew Henry talks about the, the day of death and judgment is an awful day, and uh, and it's called that day. And we need to find mercy from the Lord on that day. Um, and the best Christians, we want that. You want to find that. And um, if you want to have mercy in the end when you're facing death, then you need to be looking for that mercy today. That's something, too. Are you in the Bible? Are you spending time with God? It's not about acts. You know, it's not about doing things just to check a box, but that morning time or afternoon time or evening time where you sit down and say, Hey, me and Jesus, like Lord, um, you open that Bible and say, Hey, are we good? Lord, are we good? Are me and you, you know, speak to me, uh, root out any sin, uh, for my life and work with me. So the, the day is coming for us where we're going to have to face death and we need to be prepared for that. So 
we need to be praying for mercy today and we need to be praying for mercy for the future. Um, Jude, uh, one, Jude 121 says this, keep yourselves in the Lord, excuse me, in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. So let me read that again. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. So just making sure that we're waiting and we're praying for that. And and, and that's what Onesiphorus got. He got a prayer specifically from Paul to make sure that he had mercy. So we're, we're supposed to seek and ask for the mercy of God. God is the, the giver and the bestower of it. And we are supposed to come to the throne of grace that we may obtain that mercy. And then lastly, I'll say this. The best thing we can seek, either for ourselves or for our friends, is that the Lord will grant to them that they may find mercy of the Lord in that day, the day of death, when they must pass from into eternity and exchange this world for another and appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that the Lord then grant unto us all that day we may find mercy in the Lord. I love that. I think that's so so powerful and we all have friends who are ill i've got a couple buddies who are going through cancer right now everybody has that struggle where someone is sick they're battling something people have lost people during covid are we praying for mercy for them and are we reminding them that they need to be asking for mercy so just something to think about as we go through these periods of time we're all getting older things are changing for us are we praying for mercy for our friends something to really really dwell on so that's onesiphorus bringing profit um a man that paul remembered in his last days here on the earth so i hope that is encouragement to you i hope you enjoyed uh, a little bit of learning on us a lot of people don't know who he is and the reason i came about him was because um i was able to go to israel this last november and uh the pastor that i was with he named our bus on bringing profit and you know what there was a lot of profit uh, being driven and bring being given uh, while we were in Israel it was fantastic well my name again is Zachariah Pugh thank you for joining me for the Onesiphorus podcast I hope you enjoyed it I hope it was encouraging to you and uh, like I said we'll put this up put this up on Facebook it'll be available down the road in some other locations like Spotify and iTunes but we will hope you will listen next time I'm going to talk about life verses and i'm going to go over my life verse and maybe have a guest on uh, to talk about their life verse and that's what we're going to do for the next few podcasts we're going to talk about life verses and the importance um of you know is it important to have a life verse what is your life verse do you write other scripture on your heart are you memorizing other scripture and uh, we'll talk about that next time for the honest first podcast have a blessed day thanks